Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another Strong Goo podcast. I'm your host, Joe Donar, and today I want to talk to you about how perfectionism and always trying to be perfect sets us up for failure every single time, and how striving to be perfect is actually much worse than failing because if we're constantly trying to be perfect, it gets to a point where we stop acting upon the goal of the objective we want to be perfect with, so we end up giving up. Because in our heads, it will never be perfect, so why the hell would we even try? When this happens and we start thinking this way, we start believing that we're not good enough, and that warped little thought we have grows bigger like a shadow that hides from the light. These shadows do their damnedest to try to convince us that we suck and we always will, so we might as well just quit. And getting to this point with anything that we do is one of the most dangerous places to be in, because now we're living in a world full of apathy, and that's a big no-no. I'll try to explain that more here in a bit, but if you like what you hear in this episode, please share the love and support by clicking the like button and follow the Strong Goo podcast for weekly tips and tricks for self-development. All right, let's go. What up, my Strong Goo fam? Joe Donar here, and today I want to go over why I believe perfectionism is killing our action for doing and accomplishing the dreams we were meant for. Because it seems to me, outside looking in, that most people, or if not all people, would agree with me 100% of the time if I said that nobody is perfect, nor should they be. I think everyone would say how that statement would be totally true. But this was definitely not the case for me and so many other people I know and love. I always coach with the philosophy that no one needs to be perfect. We all just need to try our best and put our best foot forward with the motto, effort is everything. And you know those hurrah motivational phrases that people say all the time, but then I notice myself only applying that theory to the pain I found pleasure in pursuing. In other words, my effort was my everything and the uncomfortable I saw comfort in, which was the same pain I'd gotten used to over the course of my life. It was just part of my pattern. But then when it came time to do something outside of my comfort zone, which was really anything that involved sitting still and being content, I wasn't okay with it because I wasn't good at it. It was seriously just a control issue with me. In my crazy head, there was always room for improvement and that improvement started with the things I could control. And I was never satisfied with being better because I thought there was always another way to be greater than I already was, which in my head wasn't so great. This toxic mindset I had was one of those classic I knew but I didn't fully understand kind of things. Or it was even comparable to do what I say and not as I do sort of deals. And these lofty expectations of making sure everything I did was done right made me my own hypocrite because I forgot that saying and doing are two totally different things and I stopped practicing what I preached. Because I'm here to tell you that being perfect is definitely not recommended if we want to get the most out of our day. But also, I wouldn't suggest it either just for the sake of our own psyche. Trying to be perfect all the time and not letting ourselves mess up or allowing ourselves enough grace for when we do will increase our chance that we will quit because we typically get flustered and frustrated when we don't achieve these arbitrary standards that don't matter and never did. And if you need an example, just find a 30-year-old woman who doesn't have any kids and isn't dating anyone and ask them if they're cool with where they are in their life. I hope their answer is, of course I am. But I also know it's really hard to see all your friends and family members get married and start having kids around that time. And so when this happens, it's easy to put pressure on ourselves to be where we thought we would be and not be okay where we currently are. This example could be applied to any goal we want to obtain, which is usually littered by silly societal expectations that are given to us or we put on ourselves. Because at a certain point with any and all experience we develop within a particular field, we begin to expect a certain standard performance that we must live up to. But expecting specific outcomes to consistently happen is a trap and will always set you up for failure. And with enough perceived failures and disappointments, we might get burnt out by constantly not being happy about the failed outcome produced from our actions. 
Before this point of frustration, though, we naturally and gradually develop our skills of service, sport, or activity over a long period of time. And the first phase of any skill development is when we start getting pretty good at something, which most of the time happens around the two or three year mark. This is when our confidence grows and we start becoming the habit we formed. In this phase, it's easy, or maybe should I say easier, to get the results we're looking for and which then we come to expect from ourselves. But then we always tend to set ourselves up for failure because now we have become attached to the outcome that is regularly produced in the beginning stages of anything we do. This is where we run into something called beginner's luck. This is the element that gives us a chance to succeed even though we haven't earned it yet. It's like the universe telling us not to give up the game because it wants us to feel inspired and continue to pursue the unknown as we build our confidence up. When this happens, results can quickly follow. Just think of a kid who starts playing soccer in elementary school. The game isn't about winning or losing. It's more about, or at least hopefully it should be, about having fun and learning how to be a contributing member to a team while they learn how to be healthy. But then in high school, and then more so in college, and definitely on the professional level, the standards get to be extremely elevated to the point where these so-called benchmarks for excellence creates a sort of demand and expectation of where performance should be and what the quality should look like. And this pressure could be a lot and really hard to handle. And I see that most kids break away from whatever sport they get burnt out in because it's not fun anymore because it becomes too damn stressful and I don't blame them because it's just a game and they're just kids. And the problem I see with this, though, is that most kids and adults, too, stop completely and remove themselves from whatever is making them feel like a constant failure. We just put way too much pressure on ourselves, and that's not even the real issue. The real problem is the fact that we start to identify ourselves with whatever we're good at and whatever we do a lot of. And as soon as it becomes harder and we're not as good as we were before, we throw in the towel because we never will change our mindset with the setbacks and the obstacles that are getting in the way from whatever success we think we need. We have to remember, though, that these setbacks are a good thing, and they show us what we still need to work on if we still want to work on them at all. This is where we start to search for the lesson in the loss, and the lesson can only be learned through experience. And this experience happens when we become active participants in the life we're living. So we shouldn't be afraid to mess something up because, again, if we're trying to be perfect without error or flaw, we won't move. We'll freeze and we'll be too scared to move. And let me tell you, we need you to move with all your might so we can change the world for the better, whatever that means, right? We need to go out there in the world and explore everything life has to offer so then we know if we really like it or not because life lessons are not learned in a school, they are learned in the arena. And one of my all-time heroes, Malcolm X, holds one of my most favorite quotes and he said, education is the passport to the future for tomorrow belongs to those who prepare for today. But I guess what I want to say is that our preparation today doesn't have to be perfect. We prepare only so we could have a more favorable chance of getting whatever we're preparing for while stacking our odds to be more successful. But when it's not successful, we have to be okay with that, and it gives us a chance to find the flaw in the failure because opportunities are disguised as problems. And so anytime we fail, it gives us a moment to identify a way to improve upon anything we want to improve upon. Because we must give ourselves more time to practice on the things we probably will never perfect, but it doesn't matter because the chase for that perfection is always the real fun anyways. As long as we remember that the chase or any of the hard we choose to do in our lives shouldn't be too serious. Because if something ever gets to be too serious, we'll either quit out of anger and frustration, or usually what I did was beat myself up about the fail. Which is never good, because if we get to this point, we start thinking and believing that we deserve to be shamed by our own evil inner critic. And I eventually found out that my perfectionism stemmed from my lack of confidence because ultimately, deep down inside, I didn't want to be embarrassed. And I wanted to be thought highly of, so I seemed like to others I was a person who knew what to do or how to do it. 
so of course I had to be perfect, right? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I really thought I had to at the time. But anyways, though, I've come to realize I don't have to be perfect anymore, and being okay with being okay is all I really ever need. We just need to stay exploring and keep trying, which means be okay with failing so we can continue to embrace what we don't prefer and what we're not perfect in. That's how we become vulnerable, and that's how we grow into the person we were designed to be. All right, guys, that's it. The song I'm attaching to this episode is called Raise Your Horns by Hailstorm, which is such an inspiring song, so you got to go listen to it. But love happy, my friends. Thanks for listening. And remember, the work is the journey, and the journey will forever be the work. Till next time. <laughs>